Hey, this is Larry Goins, and welcome to another one of my training videos. Today, we're going to talk about lease options. Now, when I used to have a lot of rental property, instead of just having a straight lease on my properties, I would have a lease option agreement. In fact, it's two separate agreements. First of all, let's go through the definition. Now, lease, I think we all know what that is. It's a rental agreement that gives you the right to occupy a property as long as you abide by the terms and conditions of that lease and as long as you pay your monthly rent on time. Okay? Now, an option agreement, it is a little bit different. It gives you the right but not the obligation to purchase a property. Now, why is that a big difference? Well, if you get a contract on a property to purchase it, you have an obligation to purchase that property, of course, depending on the terms and conditions of that contract. But an option agreement gives you the right to purchase a property. But if you fail to purchase that property and the option agreement expires, then you simply lose your option agreement and you walk away and you don't owe anything else, okay? That's what I mean by it gives you the right but not the obligation to purchase a property. Now, <clears throat> a couple of quick things. When you're buying on lease option, you want to have one agreement that's all together, your lease and your option. If you are selling okay you want to have two separate agreements and that's what we do when I used to have a lot of rental property I would do a lease option agreement but it was two separate agreements that way they felt more like they were a homeowner and they took better care of the property and they anticipated closing on it now in the real world the reality of it is not a whole lot of them actually end up following through with the lease option okay not a whole lot of them do end up doing that but why do we want to have two separate agreements well number one if you ever had to go into a court to evict one of your tenants and you had a lease option now the judge is going to look at that lease option agreement if you have one agreement and your lease and your option are the same then the judge is going to see this and the judge is going to say this person may have equitable interest in the property and the judge may make you go through foreclosure just to get possession of your property back However, if you have on a separate option agreement and a separate lease agreement, you're only bringing your lease agreement into the eviction court. Okay? Now, even if the judge found out about this option, in the option agreement, it refers to the existing lease agreement and it states that if the lease is ever delinquent or any terms and conditions of the lease are, uh, are not followed, then this option agreement is null and void. Okay, so that releases any equitable interest. Of course, you have to ask your local attorney because all states are different, but that's the way we've always done it, and that's the way I was taught years and years ago. Okay, now let's talk about uh, the percentage of deals that close. As I mentioned, not a whole lot of these deals close, but it is a good way to get a higher lease amount and you get a higher down payment amount. For example, you might lease a house and you might get $500 down. Uh, or I should say deposit, okay? And you might get $500 a month, okay? Well, if you're doing a option or a lease option, you may be able to get $600 a month. And for your option money, okay? It's not a deposit, it's option. You may be able to get $1,000 or maybe $1,500 or more, okay? As your option, okay? as your option money. And remember, this is non-refundable. Your tenant is not going to get it back once they end up <clears throat> moving out if they don't close on the deal. And as I mentioned, 
not everybody closes on these deals. In fact, I used to do a lot of lease options and it seemed like very, very few of my tenants actually followed through and purchased the property, okay? But it is a good way to increase your rents and increase the amount of down payment you get whenever, uh, whenever they move into the property, okay? Now, <clears throat> let's talk about rent credits. A lot of times you're going to get a tenant that's going to say, how much rent credit are you going to get me? Well, my typical answer is, well, I hadn't thought of giving you any. Um, <clears throat> so we will try to negotiate that, and it's all negotiable, okay? We'll try to negotiate that, but it may be you end up having to give maybe $100 a month rent credit. So actually, they, they will feel like their rent is $500 because a dollar or $100 of the money is going over to the purchase price, okay? And <clears throat> so in 12 months, if they had a $100 rent credit, after 12 months, 12 months, they would have $1,200 toward either the purchase price or the down payment, okay? Now that we're talking about this, I want to talk about what should you do if you're having your rent credited or if you're having your tenants rent credited, if you give them anything, whether it's $50 a month or $100 a month, and if they do ask this, here's what you say. Well, how much would you like credited? You'll be surprised. They may say $25 a month. They may say $50 a month, and you were willing to give $100 a month. Really, it doesn't really matter that much, and I'll tell you why. Watch this. <clears throat> now, here's a couple of tricks here, and let me, uh, let me show something to you. Let me just erase this a little bit. Give us some more room. Here's a couple of things. Now, say you are going to sell this property for uh, $80,000, okay? And that is the option price, okay? Now, this house may be worth, right now, it may be worth $50,000, $60,000, $70,000, but you could realistically do a lease option at $80,000 because you're helping them get in for a low down payment, their option money, and a rental uh, payment, which is at current market or maybe just a little bit above. Okay, So keep that in mind whenever you're doing a lease option, you can always get more money on your purchase price. Now, <clears throat> let's say it's a three-year lease. Okay, So they have three years to exercise this option at $80,000. Now in a perfect world, this house, say it's worth 60 right now, it will be worth 70, 80, maybe even 90,000 by the time they exercise their option. Now who knows in today's market, I mean prices go up and down and we've seen a lot of things go on here lately. But <clears throat> anyway, say their option price is $80,000. Now what's going to happen is, is if they exercise this option, they will be paying $80,000. Now, if we had $100 a month rent credit, okay, times 36 months equals $3,600, okay? Now, that would come right off of this, right? That would come right off of this. Now, that's if you had the rent credit go toward the purchase price, okay? Here's, the, here's a couple of little tricks that I learned a long time ago that I think you'll like. If you want to sell the property, okay, 
if you do really do want to sell the property and you want to get rid of it and you want them to close on it, you make the rent credit go toward the down payment. Okay? If you want to keep it, if you want to keep it, you want to make it go toward the purchase price. Now, why is that? Look at this. If after three years, okay, they've paid you on time, they've paid $600 a month, $100 went toward rent credit, they have lowered their purchase price from $80,000 to $36,000, or, or $80,000 minus $3,600, okay, which is basically $76,400, uh, okay? <clears throat> so now their purchase price is $76,400, all right? Now, but check this out, they have no equity. They have to, if they exercise this option and purchase this property, they have to either get a 100% financing, which as we know it's very tough to do in today's market, or they've got to get come up with an additional down payment money somewhere. Say they qualify for 90% financing, they have to come up with $7,640 down. That's the down payment that they have to come up with plus closing costs. Now, <clears throat> if you really want to sell the property, okay, you make this go toward the down payment, okay? The down payment. So let's check this out. <clears throat> same $80,000, okay? Same $80,000 purchase price, but if it went toward the down payment, okay? And that's $3,600. Now their balance, their balance is $76,400. But the purchase price is still $80,000, okay? They have 5% equity, okay? They have 5% equity in the property already, almost 5%, okay? Uh, so they have almost 5% equity in the property. If they can get a 95% loan, then all they have to do is come up with another, uh, with their closing cost. Okay, does that make sense? So <clears throat> if you wanna sell the property, you make it go to the down payment, so now their their total purchase price is seventy six four. But if you uh, uh, excuse me, if you want to keep the property, you do that. But if you really want to sell the property, you want to make sure that it goes to the down payment. Their purchase price stays the same; it stays eighty. But then the thirty six hundred is going to what they owe you, so it gives them some equity there. Now they have thirty six hundred dollars in equity, and there again. If they walk away from the lease, if they walk away from it, then you don't owe them any of the $3,600 back, and you don't owe them the $1,000 or $1,500 or whatever it is that you um, that you took as a option fee, okay, if that makes sense. Now, another thing you can do is, uh, on your lease options, you can actually assign them. Now, what could you do with that? Say you purchased a property. Say you purchased a property for uh, for fifty thousand dollars. Okay, fifty thousand dollars. That was your purchase price. My purchase price. Okay, and then say we put a lease option tenant in this property at eighty thousand. Okay, eighty thousand. And this is my lease option price. Now. What I can do is, I can put this lease option tenant in here, I purchase it for 50, I'm selling it on a lease option for 80, 
and I have a lease option tenant in here, I could take this agreement and I can go to another investor and say, here is a house that I already have a lease option tenant in it. They're going to either close on it and within three years at $80,000 or you'll still have the house and you can rent it out to someone else or do another lease option and I will take $10,000 for this. So you could really sell this whole deal, put together this deal and assign your part of the agreement, your part of the option and the lease to a buyer and sell this property and so now they step into the place of the landlord okay and they're collecting the, the rents every month and then in three years if the person closes and I've already told you that not a big percentage of them do then but if it does then they will collect the eighty thousand dollars and they'll have made their difference between what you sold it for and the eighty thousand dollars okay now you can also do a sandwich lease option. <clears throat> Let's talk about that for a second. A sandwich lease option. A sandwich lease option is say I'm leasing this property for $500 a month, okay? Now this is my lease option, okay? And my option price is $60,000. Alright? This is mine, okay? Now, I could go in here and I've leased it for this and I option it at $60, alright? And say my lease, say mine is for three years. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in and find somebody that will pay me $700, okay? And I'm going to make their purchase price $80,000, okay? And I'm going to set it up for two years. So at the end of two years, all right, at the end of two years, see, during this time I'm making $200 a month, all right? Uh, I'm making $200 a month. I don't have to qualify for any financing. don't have to do any of that. So I'm making $200 a month. Plus, at the end of two years, if they purchase the property, okay, if they purchase the property, then, <clears throat> then I end up cashing out $20,000. Now, I may even be able to get, say I'm able to get a $150 a month rent credit. And say I'm getting... $100 a month rent credit. I'm actually even making more money on that as well, making another $50, okay? That's not a lot, $600 a year, but every little bit adds up over two years, okay? It's 1200 bucks. So anyway, that's the way that you can do a sandwich lease option as well. So I hope you really enjoyed this lesson on lease options and all the different ways you can use them. And remember, there's plenty more training videos just like this on many other topics, including articles and software and many other free things over at LarryGoins.com. Thanks a lot, and I appreciate it. Have a great day.